My name is Blake Huffine, and I'm the pastor here at the Movement Church. Welcome to our podcast. I hope this message inspires you. hope it grows you closer to Jesus Christ. So let's jump right in and receive the message. Today we're talking about Christians cussing. Now this is the second video we've done on this topic. Be sure you catch the first video where we highlight the scriptures that talk about the words that come out of our mouth and that such. Today we're getting a different outlook, a different uh, perspective of Christians swearing. So let's jump into it. We're going to go to Galatians chapter 5, and I'm going to start in verse 19, and let's just lay a foundation of the deeds of the flesh versus the deeds of the Spirit, okay? So verse 19, it says, Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Then we flip over to 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 7. This is what it says, For God has not given us a spirit of timidity or a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and discipline. And the same word for discipline here in the Greek is self-control. So this theme of self-control is fluent in the Scripture for someone who walks in the Spirit. And if we walk in the Spirit and we have self-control, we ought to be able to control the things that come out of our mouth, the things we say. Now, if we go to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 15 and 16, it says, But like the Holy One who called you, be holy for yourselves also in your behavior. Because it is written, You shall be holy, for I am holy. So here we are to be, we're called to be holy as Christians. Now, it doesn't mean we're perfect and necessarily. It doesn't mean that we never mess up after being a Christian. No, by no means does it mean we never mess up. But our behavior, our our uh, our demeanor, everything we do ought to be a righteous life. We ought to be walking in holiness as Christians, and with, with our self-control, we should be able, definitely need to be able, to control the things that we say. If our calling is to be lights. If we're called to be lights, where is that? It says that. Uh, Philippians chapter 2, verse 14. Do all things without grumbling or disputing. Here we go. The self-control of our mouth. Do all things without grumbling or disputing so that you will prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent. Children of God above, above reproach in the midst of a crooked and pervert a generation among whom you appear as lights in the world. Wow, our life, we as Christians should appear as lights to a perverted, dark world, and without grumbling or dis- disputing, we prove ourselves to be blameless and innocent and children of God. We we show that we are of a different generation. We show that we are of a different kingdom because of the way we live our life and because we have self-control. How easy is it to lash back at someone speaking against us? Whether it's swearing or not, just negative words, negative negative responses themselves should not be found in 
in, in our life, in our mouth as Christians. And hey, I've been guilty of this myself. This is something God has worked on me with is, is the way you respond to things, the way you handle difficult situations. It should not be found in the life of a fellow brother or a fellow sister in Christ. We should be representatives for the kingdom. We're called to be ambassadors. We're called to be ambassadors of the kingdom that we belong to. So swearing and cursing should not be found in our lives as Christians if we're called to be holy and called to have self-control. Romans 12 says that we are to give ourselves, give our bodies as a living sacrifice to the Lord. Now, ponder on that for a minute. A sacrifice given to the Lord is supposed to be spotless, blameless, pure, and we can't fulfill that because that's why Jesus had to come. But now, where we are saved through Christ, we we should be cleaning ourselves up to offer it to God, for God to use. Because the Holy Spirit and sin, they don't really go together very well. If you want to grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit, grow in your relationship with God, there has to be a process of removing the sin that remains in your life. And we just read that the deeds of the flesh, if they are practiced, we're not even inheriting the kingdom of God in the first place. Now, it doesn't mean that if you've, if you've committed that sin, you don't inherit the kingdom of God. What it means is, is that if you practice it, what's it mean to practice something? To continually do, to get good at, honestly, um, if you're doing that, if you're practicing the sin, you're not inheriting the kingdom of God. So self-control should be found among the brothers and sisters in Christ, and that also ties to the things you say. Let's pray. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you continually uh, just, just redeem our filthy body, Lord. Help us give it to you so that it can serve you and represent you in the utmost way, God. We've surrendered ourselves to you. We've crucified our flesh. We carry our cross, Lord, because we admire what you've done for us. And all we want to do is please you, God. So in that way, please, God, just move mightily in your spirit. Move it in us so that we can walk and represent you the way that you have called us. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a blessed week, everybody. Be sure you catch the first video where we share the actual verses that talk about swearing.